Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Box Office Receipts. I'm your host, Al Callahan, and it seems like we are looking at the shutdown of Hollywood again. Or at least, new content being released. Let's get into it. So after Disney moved a lot of their movies back last week, the focus for November was No Time to Die and Soul. While MGM and Universal decided to move back Bond as well until next April. Like Black Widow, premiering one year after it was supposed to come out. There were reports that MGM were pushing to still release it in November, but Universal pushed back on that. Remember, MGM has the domestic rights, but Universal has the international rights for the distribution. And I understand why MGM wants it out. They are a smaller studio, so they need the money. But overall, Universal has been smarter in handling the pandemic. With this, Universal pushed back F9 one month to May 2021 as to not compete with itself internationally. So while this makes sense for the studio, this move has effectively shut down theaters in some countries. In response to this delay, Cineworld has decided to shut down all of its theaters in the UK as well as the US, which includes Regal. They will be shut down this week and will not reopen until further notice, aka whenever studios want to release shit. The announcement and handling of it was not great from the company, as the media heard about it and reported on it before employees even knew. They then came out and said, oh no, we're just thinking about it. Blah, blah, blah. Hours later, they confirmed they were doing it. It seems they wanted to let the staff know Monday morning and then announce it to the public, but it leaking over the weekend ruined it. This does suck, but I don't blame them for doing this. They have thousands of theaters running, expected people to come in, and they're not because besides Tenet and old movies, there is nothing to see. Also for the United States, one of the biggest markets is New York, still not open, and Cuomo recently gave an update that they are still not going to do it. Right now, domestically, AMC has not said anything, but to be fair, they have to remain open as analysts are saying they only have around six months of cash on hand. This means they would be okay assuming January moving forward they are steady releases, which is questionable. This is kind of leap breaking uh, right before recording this podcast, but since theaters now have to look at December and then 2021 going forward, some movies just left to go to 2022. Now, this is not too surprising. Because even if everything went back to normal by January, there would be so many movies coming out, unless they were sold out showings for most of them, they would cannibalize each other. So, Universal made another move and bumped Jurassic World Dominion from next June to June 2022. Not a shock as they are still filming it, needs post-production, and for their next summer, they already have their 2020 headliners in F9 and Minions 2. Now, the studio that moved the most is Warner Brothers. First, they moved Dune out of December and pushed it all the way back to next October. This leaves, for December, uh, Wonder Woman 1984 and Free Guy as the big holiday movies. We'll see how long this lasts. With this move, Warner Brothers pushes back to Batman out of 2021 and will now premiere March 2022. This, in turn, has shifted a few DC movies. The Flash will now not be a summer movie and will move from June 2022 to November of the same year. Shazam 2 will move from that November to June 2023. Black Adam, on the other hand, now has no release date and is pulled from the schedule. Now, this is not a sign of concern, as I think, as The Rock finishes filming Red Notice, uh, and right now filming for Black Adam is set to start early next year. I think it's just that with all these movies moving around, it makes sense to keep it off the schedule, see how the first few months of 2021 go, and they get the cameras rolling, announce a new date. Personally, I think either spring or fall of 2023, but we'll see. The Matrix 4 also got a release date change, but moved up from April 2022 to December 2021. 
I take it filming has been going well for them since they started back up almost two months ago. Deadline is also reporting that Warner Brothers is keeping tabs on The Flash's previous release date and a new date for August 5th, 2022. My guess June is a backup for Fantastic Beast 3. Yes, they have resumed filming, but it's not a guarantee they make it in time for next November. Also, some of the Harry Potter movies have been released in summer, so it would be natural for them to do this as well. Also, as a warning to people, I do expect Wonder Woman to be moved to June 2021. If Fantastic Beasts, with Universal moving Jurassic World out of it, that is a key spot for a studio to fill. The theaters are in for a rough few months to finish out 2020. And with that, let's move to the next thing that happened this week, with members of Hollywood sending a letter to Congress asking for aid for theaters. This includes Directors Guild of America, Motion Picture Association, of course, the National Association of Theater Owners. Now, with President Trump recently saying there will not be a stimulus deal before the election unless a special bill is written up for them, the theaters will not be getting any money, most likely until January, which, since studios keep pushing back movies, will be hard to stay afloat. Do you know the studios have not come out in support of theaters, which is a good PR move on their part, since they are not doing anything to keep what makes them billions of dollars open. I know I've been beating on this drum for a few weeks now, but I'm just disappointed in the studios. They should have accepted movies would not make as much right now, but theaters need to be opening so they can make more later. Before I move on to other topics, we need to talk about Universal, because studios doing all these pushbacks have actually moved Universal into a position to get better deals from theaters. IndieWire is exclusively reporting that Universal is now offering the same deal they have with AMC to other theater chains for at least The Croods 2 and Freaky, a Bloomhouse movie. At the beginning of the pandemic, it made sense to tell Universal to fuck off. But now? Now that is the only studio offering movies and seem committed to release dates. Now IndieWire does not say if any theaters have taken it, but I suspect smaller chains will take the offer and see what happens. You have to if you want to stay afloat. Looking at November, if a theater says yes, then they get Soul from Disney, The Croods from Universal, and in December you get Freaky, Free Guy, and maybe Wonder Woman. It's a slow start, but it's more steady than just 10 and 24-7. I think this is also in part why Cineworld shut down for now. For them, I think they'll just wait it out till December, see what happens, and if they have the cash, then yeah, they should. The next few months are going to be very interesting in how theaters reopen and the schedule for 2021 shakes out. Let's talk about some numbers now. First up is the domestic weekend top five. In first place again is Tenet with 2.7 million for a total of 45.1 million. In second place is Hocus Pocus with its re-release coming in at 1.92 million. In third place is New Mutants with 1 million and how now they finally just passed 20 million for a domestic total. In fourth place is Unhinged with 870,000 for a total of 18.4 million. Finally, in fifth place is Infidel with 455,000 for a total of 3.4 million. Now that those depressing numbers are out of the way, let's talk about the Chinese box office since they had their national day and with that a slew of Chinese movies. In first place was an anthology movie called My People, My Homeland, which made 137.8 million for its opening weekend. It just barely edged out the animated movie Legend of Divication, which made 136.2 million. There was also an action movie led by Jackie Chan called Vanguard, which made $24.7 million, though I cannot find if that was for the weekend total or just what the first one to two days. Then there is also the volleyball movie Leap, which opened the weekend before and is now at $67.1 million. Don't have much to add here as the numbers speak for themselves. Uh, besides it being overall smaller than last year, they are still big enough that looking back at these numbers, people wouldn't know there was a pandemic. For the final story in the pipeline, the Hollywood Reporter is exclusively reporting that Jamie Foxx 
is in final talks to star in Spider-Man 3's Electro. The actor, in reaction to this news, posted on Instagram that he is excited and he will not be blue as the character. He has since deleted that comment. Now, this could be a J.K. Simmons situation where he plays the same character but set in the MCU. But between WandaVision and Doctor Strange sequel dapping in the universe, who's to say they don't try to branch out and do a live-action Spider-Verse kind of movie? For what Sony wants to do with their Spider-Man villain movies, it would be a good way to tie them in without them being directly Marvel Studio official movies. Starting off VOD Premium is Greenland, which, having now been released in theaters in some countries, will now skip theaters in America, and will head to video on demand. The studio, Eros SDX, has made a deal with HBO, and they will get the movie for their TV channel and HBO Max in early 2021. Deadline is exclusively reporting that HBO paid between 20 to 30 million for the exclusivity. This move confuses me a bit, I'm not sure why they did not do a regular release for Greenland in theaters at all. Look, it's clearly a lower budget movie, and in a regular season, it would not have made more than 50, 60 million domestic anyway. They should have released it in theaters, try to collect 15, 20 mil, then bring it to PVOD and streaming. The only thing I can think of is that if they did that, HBO said that they would not be willing to pay the 20, 30 million, as by then people had too many chances to see it, and then maybe studios thinking, well, we want the guaranteed 20, 30 million. But, eh, well, it's just uh, another movie American theaters do not get. HBO Max is also getting another movie with The Witches, set to be released this month in theaters. Warner Brothers pulled it off the schedule and will now not release domestically in theaters, but instead on HBO Max October 22nd, and then in theaters in some countries on the 28th. This is not a bad get for the service, as it did not look like a big moneymaker either, so they can heavily push, oh, look at the cast we have for the movie and get people interested. Finally, Amazon Studios bought another movie with John Cena and Idris Elba set to star. Called Head of State stars both actors in what that line is calling Air Force One meets Hobbs and Shaw. The package deal includes the stars, screenwriter Harrison Quarry, and the Saffron Company producing. Right now, there is no confirmed director for the project and when the cameras would get rolling. I'd say this was a great get for Amazon. Their big movies have not really been action-focused, but I would assume they see the data of how popular their show Jack Ryan is, for example, and they want something bigger. This would definitely do the trick, but since there is no director yet, it's going to be a bit of a wait. And that'll be it for this longer episode of Box Office Seats. Question this week is uh, really simple. Uh, what do you think about theaters closing back down? Let me know on Facebook. Link to that is in the show notes. Thank you for listening. See you next time.